biblical time? Like, what do you mean? Because there's if we if we get into the mystical and, and the long right. life, like you know, Rowan, have you been here before? <laughs> like, bro, are you a hundred plus? Like, I I have learned. I'm not gonna doubt you because you clearly proved <laughs> that you here. <laughs> What's up, y'all, and welcome back to the official. I feel like I could say that because, like, that's what we are. The official are. Tom Swift review show. This is Decoding mm-hmm. Tom Swift. This is a Carefree Black Nerd production. I am your co-host, Rain Coleman, the Carefree Black Nerd. Happy to be back here again. And I have with me the host that needs no introduction. The best to do it. <laughs> Let these folks know who is on the mic again with me for the what eighth night episode oh, of the okay. <laughs> uh M Haynes aka Lucy the Deuce here for the official ha. podcast review. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let it be known, let it be known. Official it is, and my god, before even getting into this episode, those of you who are following closely should have already seen in the feed mm-hmm. uh, the wonder that was a conversation with Marquise Vilson. Um, that was a pleasure. I yeah. thought I controlled myself, but you know, <laughs> well, pretty well, pretty well. <laughs> God, that mm-mm. so, um, it, I really enjoyed having Marquis on wonderful conversation um important conversations i'll say so y'all that episode if you haven't for whatever reason seen or heard it it is linked in the show notes for this one and it'll probably be linked in every show i do (laughs) yo but please take a listen take a look and um get you some Marquis vilson wonderful wonderful person actor activist all that love it love it Woo! Okay, now that I have had the best day of my life, we <laughs> are pivoting to uh, Tom Swift, uh, Season 1, Episode 7, and the Book of Isaac. Ha! So for this episode, uh, when they discover that one of their own has been poisoned, Tom, Zinzi, and Barclay work together to figure out who is responsible. I feel like they intentionally left someone off because it would have like gave too much about the episode, but we know who was the star in the rescue mission, and I'm not even going like <laughs> was there a doubt? I, I mean, I doubted for a minute, but I put it back. <laughs> I put but I put it back though. You know what I'm saying? I I, I owned up to my doubts. <laughs> so yes, I um Rowan, Rowan, spoiler alert, Rowan was phenomenal this episode, did what he needed to do, understood the assignment, all that good stuff. And completed it with extra credit. Huh, hello? I am so I'm in debt to him, you know, because he kept my family together. You know what I'm saying? The kids. <laughs> no, but um great job. Great job. Uh what are how do you feel? First impression. How are we feeling? Um, just generally, I really enjoyed this. Um, I was a bit nervous, I ain't gonna lie. Um, coming mm-hmm. off of last episode. I was like, okay, yeah. like how y'all gonna follow up? You know what y'all gonna yeah. do? Because that was that was a big deal. Mm-hmm. But I think it did well. You know, they didn't you know go full blown into more like tough society stuff. 
Mm-hmm. But I think that the stakes and like the attention like stayed at that level. So I was yeah. that. I agree. I agree. I, I too was a little nervous and not because the show's not good, but like with an episode like episode six, how mm-hmm. do you how? Like that yeah. was very much a finale episode. It was. That was a season cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. So like, what do you do? And they showed us what they do. They make yeah. it work, and they give you more plot twists and reveals. <laughs> and <Baby. sighs> that live tweet was spicy. I'm Baby. That. <laughs> it got fired to the end. <laughs> Whoa, my God. Um. So kudos to the writers' room. Shout out to the creative team. All of y'all over there. That was intense. Um, we open up on Isaac. Well, pick right back up um, from the last scene in the last episode. Isaac is brought out on the floor, passed out from something. I think they put him on a table. Um, and that stressed me out. That stressed me out. Um, because this show is not like a Marvel or a DC where we have established lore anybody could die like yeah i have my feelings for isaac sure but that aside like anybody could like we don't know there's no printed history of these characters so this show can do whatever they want and i was like i know they probably won't but like (laughs) nervous because they could hey you know they could do anything (laughs) they can you know say some uh, you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. um and that had me truly nervous and that is outside of my love for the character i was just like damn he just helped to <laughs> kill him um i didn't like that i didn't like that at all i liked it for the show but i didn't like it at all my heart was heavy <laughs> my heart was definitely heavy um how you feel about isaac's role in this episode i, I guess present day not really flashback but just like <laughs> sprawled out <laughs> mm. waiting on a miracle yes like oh my God. um i don't know i don't know how much i can go into like the president without touching at least a little bit on oh, the no knock that out too um i'm just gonna say well I'm, I'm gonna keep it general i'm just gonna say like i think this episode did a really good job of showing us how integral isaac is to mm. like the whole ensemble like the whole swift like i agree family um because i think we had asked that question you know like i want to know where did he come from how did he get here you know Mm -hmm. like how did he get hired all this type of stuff and we saw that and we were able to see that by also seeing sort of like his connection with like each person Mm -hmm. in the house and even honestly most of his people because he was talking to barclay too yeah so yeah Yeah. i enjoyed it I, I loved it. It made me feel like watching soap operas back in the day, day when yeah. like everyone had an evil twin, everyone was in a coma, everyone had a secret baby. And I and was like, that, look, like, <laughs> what's going to happen? I, I was like truly stressed. But I like you, I do appreciate us getting that backstory. And for what it's worth, like truly I'm separating my feelings for the character. I thought it was a pretty good backstory. I thought it was very believable. I think it fit. Um, I don't have Isaac hyped up in my head so much that nothing can compare to like what I've created in my own mind. So I I truly think that that was a good, um, a good kind of yeah. origin story. I, I do. Yeah. Um, only thing is, I want to know who the hell Kiki is. What she got going on? Because 
I mean, I'm assuming she got out of jail. <laughs> so, she's not around now. Isaac don't yeah. seem to be talking to her, messing around, or calling her on the phone now. So, what's up? So, <laughs> hopefully, we'll get the book of Kiki. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I'm going to say something. And Harry, um, I know you're probably watching, but I don't trust Quinn. Oh no. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And see, I had my reservations that first episode, mm-hmm. but a lot of it was like, oh, Quinn's working for Claire, so they can't be good. But then even like watching Quinn, I was like, I don't want to jump on this character as the villain, but if they were, that would be sickening. Um, I don't, I don't, I like Quinn, the character, but I don't trust Quinn at all. I don't. Um, like, the way that the the way things played out in this episode, I wouldn't be surprised um, if they pop up right behind, you know, um, mm-hmm. Russia's own. Yes, yes, because that that heifer, we gonna get to her too. Um, <laughs> I I don't like Queen. I like the character. I like the actor, but I don't like Queen. Um, but I do like that Queen has this like bigger role. I didn't really expect to see them again. Right. really past that initial episode, like maybe popping up here and there, but um, mm, they they playing it, they playing it smart, they playing it close. Um, so Isaac's in the observatory, Isaac is passed out. Um, uh, Tian, Lord, Tom, and Zinzi have to uh go attend to this meeting at work, and so Lino. And Lorraine are heading towards the observatory. Uh, Lorraine's cutting into him like, oh, there's a lot of secrets in this house. And you keeping them. And how long you know Barton was alive? I'm like, how about you relax, Lorraine? <laughs> like, Bring relax. Down. Down. Relax. Because <laughs> like, you put people's lives in danger. We all <sighs> thought we finished that last episode. Don't do that. Not too much. Yeah. Uh, pot calling the kettle something. I Lorraine, me and her, we got we we got we got beef. Um, and not even just from the Isaac stuff, just in general, Lorraine. I don't understand what is going on with her. In this same conversation, Lino explains why Isaac is hurt, mm-hmm. and Lorraine is acting like episode six never happened. She's like, Oh, what is he doing on the grounds? Did you not? In the climax, Act Three of Episode Six, say, "Hey, I pushed you to uh, Justin because I thought Justin was good people, but I see you have your own tribe. Additionally, though we poisoned them, we did it at a low enough amount so that they could pass out, so stakes could be high. But we took care of them. Like, why are you acting like you've never seen Isaac before? Like, that was weird." Okay, I'm, it was weird, but this is how I kind of had to understand it. Okay, that because she did, she also said, like at the climax of the last episode, um, that you know she would have to have a talk with Isaac. Mm-hmm. So my understanding was like she didn't expect him to pop back up until they had that conversation. Because mm. okay. I'm guessing she probably would have told him like, "Hey, you know, you in the Thomas Society, you know, you did your thing, whatever, have you? But mm. leave my sister out of this. Don't do that no more." Okay, you know what? 
I I'm gonna give it to her a little bit. I'm not giving all that. That makes sense. <laughs> oh, okay. And I think at a, like if you marathon and like watch it straight through, that would probably read better for someone like me who's like extremely excited. <laughs> but I ain't giving her all of that because I was like, Rowan is literally trying to. Well, let's not say that because this mm, Rowan has been positioned. Okay. In the past, <laughs> as someone who is trying to take down or is a weapon of someone trying to take down the Swifts and Black Excellence and all that. But I guess if she didn't know about Barton, she wouldn't know about Rowan either. So, no, no. So, that makes sense. So, in her eyes, Isaac would be like the one variable bad person, quote unquote. So, I'll, okay. I'm going to pull up a little bit. <laughs> this ain't the first time that Claire didn't act. No, it's not. It's not. I, that's that's what I'm I'm like, I take a little bit. So I'm, I'm gonna give her that April Parker Jones. Okay, I'm gonna give <laughs> that. No. <laughs> but no, she. Um, so yeah, she was like, yeah, you know what he doing here? And um, Lino, I like Lino, and I like um, the position he's taking as like the the kid brother and giving that pushback, mainly because I I I like Lino's arguing with Lorraine mm -hmm. because I feel like you're getting like we got Tom flashbacks but even without those flashbacks we can infer that maybe he was a handful to his parents but this right. one thing to like have that be in the past before episode one started and then also have Lino giving this pushback for completely different reasons but being the child character who is pushing back against the authority because you know he feel like he's being done wrong, and the people yeah. around him are being done wrong. Um, I love that for him. Yeah, I love that for him. I'm I'm glad that he didn't just like kind of just like sit there and take it. That he's actually mm -hmm. like, hey, yeah, no, this ain't right. Like mm -hmm. you need to tell me what's going on, otherwise yeah. I can push you. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, he even did that um with at the Chocolate Cowboys with Tom. Like, yeah. don't just yeah. leave these people destitute. So like he is truly well. No, I, I think I can confidently say that he's like the heart of the show. Yeah, yeah cuz yeah. I'd have to say that, yeah. He fan favorite right there. Lino fan is a fan favorite. favorite. Um with his uh cornrows and his afro. <laughs> Love it. So Lino tells Claire like, well no, no, Claire? the the door shut. Hmm? You said Claire. Yeah, oh lord. What might <laughs> well be everything. <laughs> Might as well be, uh, but Lorraine, <laughs> he tells Lorraine, like, hey, you know, Isaac's up there, the door is shut, we can't climb in the window, if we don't get in there, Isaac's gonna die. And I do think that this race against the clock worked, I felt like it was very much, um, like the stakes were raised, it, it, it was done well, I'll say that. There is that, I, mm -hmm. I was gonna say, I don't know if it's because they did something like this similar when um, Barclay was about to get breached. Oh, you're right. Mm. And I feel like this worked a lot better for me. Mm -hmm. But I'm asking myself, why? Is it just because, and it's, it's, it's going to sound bad when I say it, but is it just because, like, I know Isaac as a person? Okay, <laughs> like, okay. Barclay mm. is AI, or is it something else about how they did it that mm -hmm. made it come across better? You feel me? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know if this is it, but the other kind of part of that is with Barclay it was very confined. We were all in this one space and Tom had the key to getting this taken care of. Whereas here, 
there's a lot of moving parts and there's more secrets revealed in this episode that blindsides you from that one. So I I can see how yes him being a person <laughs> but also having all these moving parts and the timeline and then even the thing with Rowan that they did to kind of throw us off. So yeah. I can see yeah I can see how it, this one would have um played better than the Barclay episode. Yeah. Oof. I was stressed. Um <laughs> they the writers room Cameron and them, y'all are y'all are terrorists because <laughs> emotional terrorists. No, for real. Um, so we get to Swift Enterprises, and there we have uh variant Rashida Jones. We have who's I think the girl's name on the show is Susanna. Susanna, I think. Susanna, mm, that sounds more right. <laughs> so Susanna, uh Rashida Jones variant. Nathan and um and Rowan and well yeah I'll leave it that at them three and then we have um Zinzi who will now be playing the role of Olivia Pope and we also have because she was very much it's handled Zinzi was in her bang white suit Washington Pope era in this episode. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, I, I loved it. I loved it. They're they're in there, um, because essentially they need to what do they need to do? Like get an antidote and ugh, stuff. Yeah. And so yeah, so so they go they go to the office, they meet up with these folks. Tom very un discreetly that's a word pulls Rowan to the side. It's like, what the hell you do? Like he's cutting into him. And I'm thinking like, I don't like Nathan, but Nathan can't be that stupid. Right. But no, go ahead. Go ahead. I I feel like you finna say what I'm finna say. Yes. But go ahead. (laughs) I was like, well, yes, but considering. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, with the way this show ended, you know, maybe that's justified. Um, Which I hate that this... Okay, I'll say this. I don't like Nathan. This show is making me kind of come around to him. However, some of his actions separate from the rollback, specifically with Zinzi, make me still not like him. Like that mm-hmm. that date, no matter if you with the rollback, Tubman Society, the Avengers, whatever, whoever, that his, his actions there was so weird. So... Yeah. I still can't really get behind. I still call to be like, mm, that's suspicious. <laughs> right. That's that's weird. Weird. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> he, that one, like, I don't, oh, I, but I, I, I get that he's probably stuck between the rock and a hard place, but still, I don't trust him Mm-mm. at all. He got um, to do more to, to get me over to his side. Absolutely. I need you to, I mean, he kind of did some stuff. True. Um, so they Tom devises a plan to um get the antidote. So the antidote for Isaac, whatever warehouse where the antidote is, no medicine at all. Which I wonder. Okay, how do I put this? So it makes sense within the show, it mm-hmm. fits perfectly. I wonder how 
how uh, with the way the episodes have gone, this had to be some sort of plot point that was already mapped out, you know, when the show was created. Mm-hmm. It's very on brand for America at this time, considering the vaccines that are being hoarded and given out to certain class of people, but not to others, even though it's in the neighborhood for those black and brown people. But yeah. I'm like, this, I'm like, this is kind of hit, hitting a bunch of nails on the head because yeah. where is this vaccine for this disease or whatever that you're giving, inflicting on others? Like, so... Wasn't looking too good. So um, I guess whoever did it anticipated Tom finding the vaccine or, or coming up with a vaccine or whatnot. So it's all gone. And Rowan and Tom now have to figure out how to get a vaccine together. Yeah. Tom, this show is so good. So Tom does this by raising the temperature in the office to get everyone out of the office. Now, as a black person and being around black women forever, I don't understand why all the women didn't take their purses, but I'm going to chalk that up to they just needed stuff to happen. And I say that because Tom takes the medicine from different folks to like create this antidote, which again, another reason why I love this show, he then uses prep mm-hmm. as an ingredient. Mm-hmm. And it's folded in seamlessly into the script where it's not like, oh, Rowan, we got to get... And this episode is brought to you by Prep. No, it like <laughs> felt like with all the other like Black history facts that they're giving throughout all of the episodes, this felt like a regular conversation. Like, people yeah. take Prep. So. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's especially interesting when we like, when we compare that to, uh, you know, the cannabis monster. <laughs> That's why Queen's evil. <laughs> that's why because his sponsorships are not they're not hitting right they're not yeah yeah so it's like is you know you just roll this head oh and we'll use prep and we go use this and we'll do that mm-hmm. um and it, it 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 works like because we're just grabbing whatever is in the building and of course in this particular building a bunch of people probably be on prep of course they are Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I just called Queen and he. I think they um go by they them, so forgive me for that. Uh let my excitement get ahead of me. <laughs> no, I'm sorry about that, Quinn. But still, you evil. No, other than, <laughs> you know, uh, another thing I truly enjoy about this show, and this might be kind of like the CW of it all, even though I don't want to admit it. Tien is shirtless every time that they can every episode that they can get that man shirt off, he it is off. And so it, that's what happened in Riverdale with Archie. Archie was always shirtless. And I was like, why is this man's shirt? But I get it now. Yes. I get it. Why not? <laughs> Just take it off. Um, <laughs> I will say I was a little upset that Rowan didn't disrobe. However, I think that with that being the brand for Tom in every episode, mm-hmm. I think it makes more sense to keep Rowan's shirt on. We got a little cleavage in the... um. Uh, the uh, benefits of bondage, Jesus Christ. We in that episode in his ass whooping clothes, but um, listen, I will take the crumbs, I will gladly take the crumbs, it's fine. (laughs) But I feel like we could still get one, it just won't be in a scene with Tom, like that's his thing. But I mean, hell, what do I know? Um, Justin was uh, butt booty naked on a motorcycle. Four episodes ago, so you know anything can happen. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! So they um 
they go up there, disrobe, get the antidote together. And Tom explains like nano bots and Reed Richards type stuff. And this carries the medicine and this and that. And I do like that Tom stays capable. Um, gay black man, cocky asshole, whatever you want to describe him. He is genius level. He's very capable and very smart for all his flaws. Um, and I know I just said his name, but he kind of reminds me of the way that they portray Reed Richards as this like guy yeah. who's surrounded with so many people who love him and who are willing to be extremely loyal. And he's just an ass to them at times. And it's not even like, I hate you. I'm a horrible person. He's just so focused on his work. It's like, sure. I have two kids by this beautiful woman, but y'all be all right for a few years. <laughs> so, ah, my God, I loved it. Um, Side note, Marvel, do the Fantastic Four and just cast Rowan, uh, Albert, Tian, Ashley, and um, Marquise. And just let them be the Fantastic Four. Just like, do, just pick them up and just like do that. Why I not? Heard that. I haven't heard a lot. I mean, you know, we got variants, so don't give me, oh, they got to be white in this. I don't care about that. We got variants. <laughs> give me the Fantastic Four. <laughs> They're right here. <laughs> so and shoot them bangs. Um, Zinzi was definitely <laughs> throwing bangs from the uh from the sixties. So you know, yeah. um, so Zinzi has a conversation with Nathan, and I, how do you feel about Nathan and Zinzi, their scenes and their story arc that they're on? I'm glad that Zinzi isn't like head over heels i'm glad she's not foolish let me say that mm-hmm. i'm glad that she's recognizing that you know stuff is wrong like you know i don't really trust you for real blase blase um that said i do st- especially with the way that this episode ended off i do still think they're gonna end up probably pushing them together um so i'm trying to mentally prepare myself for that yeah yeah but i'm glad that she's not i'm glad that I'm glad that she's making him work for it. I'm gonna say that. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I think that's fair. Um, I do not like Nathan. Um <laughs> but what I do like about his character is that he's not, and this is something this is an issue I think me and Robert had when it came to the 4400, mm-hmm. where I get setting up this villain and it's this white man. What I don't want is just generic white man number 46 who can just step into this role and be, hi, I'm evil. Blonde hair, blue eyed white man, I'm evil. I don't want that, especially in this show that's already so rich with all the other characters. So I will say I do appreciate that Nathan. He's not that. Well, that, you know, that he's not. And then. With the revelation from the last episode and this one, maybe the hate that I have from him for the beginning of the season, I ain't going to say it's unwarranted because he, the way they set him up is to yeah. be this evil person. But I do like that you've you've got me so hell-bent on hating him and then you flip the script like that. Yeah. Um. So I, I do appreciate that because, ugh. Yeah, because we was convinced. We was convinced <laughs> that he was just trash. Yes. yes. But they've done like 
pretty easily done some um some stuff to kind of maybe like mm, maybe perhaps i judge you too harshly maybe maybe i can give you a, a little bit yeah ah i and, and you know what and i'm saying this like this is the first time this ever popped up but i'm thinking yo okay listen to this this will make me will probably make me not hate him as much thinking back to that date with mm-hmm. all of the information we got from the end of the episode, the fact that he gave Zinzi that code in that book, I wonder if the congressman is um, being held hostage. Like, because the it, we said it's weird to have bodyguards on a date. So it could very well be that he's forced to, um, like, he has to have these people around him. So who's to say that he didn't intentionally discuss the book knowing that like no, what, no I mean, time, so and I'm, I'm with that because something I was thinking about when I rewatched mm-hmm. um was like I was thinking like so did is the road back also funding this man's campaign like are they also like pushing him because when you think about it like the people around him are clearly agents of the road back absolutely so lining that up, like it's possible that he might not be necessarily like being held hostage, but mm-hmm. he does have like these eyes watching him from yeah. directly on the road back. Mm-hmm. I look now if they do that, I ain't gonna say I won't hate him because I can I that can that would to me make that episode make more sense and I would feel a kinder to him. However, yeah. that very first episode <laughs> where he, he was talking that. in front of that big screen, talking about mm-hmm. we gonna get these Negro. <laughs> We didn't say that, but he was like, "We gonna get them." And anybody got a problem like that? Felt very much of his own. But if they do a retcon or something like, he had to put up. Like I don't know, I don't know. It could be. It could be. <laughs> this show. This show. Got I mean, me. <laughs> one of the things that I really enjoyed, like with this episode in particular, is that they are showing us that you know all of the little stuff. Yes. Comes back around. Yes. Like all of these little little things that we would kind of just like gloss over, like mm-hmm. it matters in the end. So I wouldn't be surprised if they're setting up for that. The way that everything you just said resonates with me. I am one who will watch a sitcom, knowing it's a sitcom, knowing it's 22 episodes, it's probably some filler, and be mad because you didn't set up one of raging wigs and two episodes prior. So the very fact that <laughs> these smaller things or these things that they've tried to kind of brush by on any other show would just be a random thing. It's coming back 10, mm-hmm. like tenfold. That yeah. is really doing it for me. That, yes. mm, cause uh, let me tell you, I, I, I guessed a few things. Now I will say, fam, I love true crime and I love <laughs> TV. And so I've been watching TV and true crime for a very long, like since middle school, high school, I've been watching, well, childhood. Cause um, what is it? Unsolved mysteries and stuff. Like I've been watching this yeah. forever. And so with that, I think it's just this side effect of like really pulling things apart. Mm-hmm. Even if, cause I, I do it with everything. We could watch a romantic comedy and I'm like, okay, wait, this is the best friend. They're gonna go to the club. The best friend's gonna end up with like I'm I'm constantly doing that. And so it just happened to pay off this episode. Um it did. yo, do you okay? So fuck it. Look, 
So, Look, talk your shit. Talk your shit. <laughs> Isaac is 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 messed up. Isaac is laid out. Um. Oh, well, before I get to that, I want to hit this other point. So, Zinzi, when the heat is raised, she walks into this little room, glass room. We've seen it before, and she's like, "Where, where, um, Claire messed up the champagne thing for the." Beachella episode, and then Tom used the citrus to like make it, but it's that room. So she walked into this room, Quinn sitting there on the, their tablet. Now, let me tell you something about Quinn. Wherever there's Quinn, there's Canva. If you don't have a Canva code, <laughs> you need to get with it. I'm, I'm look, I like Canva, I think it's a great app, but Quinn, Quinn loves Canva. So, <laughs> so um, Quinn is working on, on their tablet, and Zizzy's like, Hey, come on, we got to leave. You didn't get the memo or something. I wholeheartedly believe that Quinn was affecting the heat. Like whatever was going on was making sure that the heat or whatever poisons or something was going on. And yeah. I don't, I don't want to say they knew that Zinzi would come into that room, but they knew somebody would because this is a plan by Zinzi and Tom to raise the heat, to get everyone out knowing that that's intentional there has to be someone behind it. Who else will be behind it? If Quinn is evil, then you know it's Tom Zinzi or somebody affiliated. Somebody was bound to come in that room and tell Quinn you got to go. Mm-hmm. Quinn got up and left, and then Zinzi was trapped like in a birdcage in a glass nope. box filling up with gas. Nope, I'm I'm a thousand percent with you. I'm a thousand percent with you. Like I think that was the moment in the in, even during the last when I was like, mm, mm-hmm. I don't trust Quinn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And Quinn was acting too suspicious. That that was acting too sus. I was like, "Nah, you, you moving with you're moving differently than the first appearance of yourself." Mm-hmm. So, you know, so kudos, great acting on that on their part. But that evil mofo, uh, so <laughs> is is locked in the glass cage, <clears throat> filling up with gas. Um, she passing out with her good wig on. Nathan yes, runs man. down the steps. <laughs> It was shiny, had bounce. <laughs> um, he runs down the stairs and he, you know, saves her or whatever. Cool. Now we get we get Tom making the antidote, giving it to Barclay so that Barclay can send it on over to Isaac. But while walking down the stairs, they run into Zinzi, who's sitting in the back of an ambulance. And Rowan says, like, isn't that Zinzi over there? And Tom's like, oh, okay. Gives the coordinates or whatever to Barclay. Puts the vial in Barclay's system. And runs over to see Zinzi. And I got pissed. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Soon as he did that, Rowan snatches up Barclay. Takes that vial. Pricks his skin and puts his blood in the vial. Changes the, the, the coordinates. And... Or, or whatever he did, override it with something. I thought he used the, the backdoor hole protocol. What is it? Side hole protocol? And so sent it on his way. This show is good because initially I was mad at Rowan to the point yeah. where I was yelling at M. Haynes. I was like, yeah. get your boy. <laughs> <laughs> but the more I thought about it, when it comes down to mystery, when it comes down to um, thrillers and such, it's usually the person you least expect. And Rowan has been built up as the person to suspect. 
Mm-hmm. And they've done enough shady stuff with him in the beginning that when something like this happens, if you're not paying attention, you I could see how you think he was evil. But I I was like, no, 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 no. That's weird. His behavior is weird to take your blood because if he wanted to damage it, he could have just spit in it. So to take your blood, I was like, oh, no, no, no. Something something was just right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> I faltered just a little bit. I was like, "Well, oh, wait a minute. I don't know where this is going. I don't know where this is going. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to stick beside you, but ooh, you're making it hard. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, but, no, no, no. That, yeah, that, that tore me up. But Yeah. It was, and it's, it's it, 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 it just play, it played out so well because when you look at it and like Rowan points out to that Zinzi and Tom just like runs off. Which I'm actually kind of glad that he did because I feel like that's showing, that's kind of showing more like Tom's growth mm-hmm. because it shows like him like being caring about Zinzi more than yeah. whatever's going on, whatever what have you. Mm-hmm. But he sends him over there and he like immediately takes advantage of it. It's like, oh my mm-hmm. God. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, ugh, I was so angry, but then I was like, man, he's too. He's set up to be the obvious choice, and that can't yeah. be it. Yeah. Which brings us to my predictions. Um, so when Rashida Jones showed up <laughs> and said Claire told her to come stop in or whatever, I got to thinking. You had a lot of shit to say about Claire last time you showed up. You pretty much laid it out that. You came here to see Tom. You didn't come here to see Claire. And the fact that you had to see a presentation by Claire meant that Tom wasn't responsible enough, which I agree from that point of view, not knowing about Barclay. I was like, this makes no sense. This makes absolutely no sense that you are here at the whim of Claire unless there's something else going on because you were adamant about not being there for her. Um, And at this point, she doesn't run Swift Enterprises. Like Tom, Lorraine gave him his position back. Why are you here under the direction of Claire? Now, I'm not even saying Claire is part of the rollback, but something about that felt very weird to me. And then you're hooked up with Esco. Now, this could be completely innocent. But to me, I felt like two and two one adding up to be four. This woman is here. We have not heard from her since. Susanna, evil Rashida Jones. Um, And again, a lifetime of watching true crime truly mm-hmm. showed me that she was not but they did a good job i'll say this the show did an yes. exceptional job and not to like toot my own horn but i do feel like if you don't consume true crime the way that i do and like watching shows with a particular eye that that would have been like the wool pulled over your eyes because it was done so well um like you mentioned the 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 uh incident with uh rowan telling him okay mm-hmm. there goes zinzi where well, you're more focused on zinzi's hurt oh look at him Oh, Rowan's doing something evil. He's the bad guy. Like that was set up so well to give you a ha gotcha. That's wrong. <clears throat> and so seeing Rashida Jones on screen really got my 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 wheels turning. Um, also having this ill feeling about Quinn throughout the episode, but like trying to, I truly tried to hold back with Quinn because I was like, uh, this is a character we don't see done this well so I, I can't believe that they would be a villain however why the fuck not 
<laughs> Why not have a non-binary villain? Give me that. Um, yeah. But yeah, Susanna, evil vibes right away. So it's like too much stuff is adding up. And with everything going wrong, especially with the whoever was controlling the heat to the point that it overdid whatever Tom was initially doing when he is a genius. What other brilliant person is here? I would say Quinn because Quinn uses Canva, so we that check that. Um, but additionally, as far as the main cast is concerned, there's not many other geniuses, and I don't even know if Susanna it truly is one. But I felt like she is. They made it a point to describe her as the female Tom Swift. Yeah, that to me it just clicked. It was like no, she's she's evil. It's her. It's yeah. her. It has to be her. Um, so I got her there. I got yeah. your number. Um, <laughs> with Rowan, I ain't, I ain't really taking credit, but I felt like I did doubt him, but then I kind of pulled back. But I think by the time I did, it was being discovered that yes, he was not wrong. So I can't take credit for that one. Um, but definitely, evil Rashida Jones was yeah. out out of there. She's terrible. Um, dang it, it was something else. It was a lot going on that night. Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to keep it straight. Um, are you gonna talk about? Are you gonna talk about the other one that you peep is being evil now, or? Um, sure. Okay, no, wait. So, <laughs> um, so within Isaac, because I'm gonna jump back and forth. So within Isaac being, um, poisoned. Mm, so I guess yeah, I will. With within Isaac being poisoned. We spoke to the Swift family doctor at the front of, at the top of the episode. Um, older white guy, um, just regular plain plain guy. Um, yeah. He's he's called on. We get the antidote. All this stuff happens, and we find out that whatever thing we find out exactly what's in Isaac's system. What I would like to point your attention to, viewers and listeners, is that I. <laughs> definitely caught Mr. Evil Latino. So in the <laughs> episode, and I, oh, I, I, mm, I was like, I know I'm not freaking crazy. In shit. the Sicilian episode, and that, now looking back on it and seeing what came of that, that was also an expertly done episode. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you why. So first, um, I called out the Latino hitman put, touching on Tom's neck. And mm-hmm. what the show did, which was so smart, you you never saw his full face, and they cut from him extremely quick. Like, the way they had him walk through the camera and then touch on uh, Isaac playing Tom, what happened immediately after was Isaac, as Tom, said something like, dang, how many, this man, this boy got people touching all over him, or how many people mm-hmm. he's sleeping with or something. So it's mm-hmm. immediately taking your attention away from what just happened and thinking of it as a sexual thing. Also, Right after that, he goes to talk to Lorraine. Lorraine mm-hmm. has an emotional conversation with Tom, Isaac as Tom, that then gets Isaac crying. The water Tom already established, whenever this thing is wet, it malfunctions. So any doubt you would have had was um, they took care of it right away, right away with the with the promiscuous comment. And then mm-hmm. immediately after that with the crying from the Lorraine conversation. And then also threefold because when you're, you, you're mad at Lorraine the whole episode for the way she's treating Tom, and then you pick this moment to, like, tell your feelings and, like, oh, so they're just... Dist- <sighs> they're not gonna get me! <laughs> they're not gonna get me! So, 
I knew I was not crazy. I knew I saw that dang on Buzz Bowl cut, and that's that was who that was. So Isaac is poisoned from that interaction with the uh, and I don't want to keep saying Latino hitman. What is that man's name? Um well they said his name. Evil, that's his name. So he uh, um yeah, so that's that's what happened. I was like, okay, I I knew I I just knew it, and I feel like if yeah. you blinked, if you didn't they did it so slick, but I knew that was him because I remember ever since episode one where he uh broke that man's neck, and <laughs> right there, he's been on my radar. Then he was mm-hmm. all up in Zinzi's face. Like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't like him. I and I especially like I especially appreciated that because it shows like that they have seen him too. Like he has been interacting with them this whole time. So it makes sense that we come back around to him as being like this big, like hitman or whatever villain for the road back. Because yeah. we saw him at the person neck in the first episode. We saw him press up on Zinzi and mm-hmm. now we've seen him, you know, poison Isaac. So it's yeah. like, again, little stuff that is coming full circle. Yes. Yes. And I love it. I love yeah. it. And also, um, even if that was the real Tom, it would make sense that Tom wouldn't recognize him because when you saw him, you were in this cramped space, huddled up with Rowan. Mm-hmm. I would imagine you would probably eventually rec- recognize his face, but he snapped that man's neck or broke his neck and like moved on. And you, so mm-hmm. this show, it was, good. it was good. They are not playing. They are not. <laughs> these last two episodes were truly a sight to see. Like we earned it, truly yes. earned these two episodes. Like, talk about some good writing. Yeah, come on, come on, talk about it. Talk this about it. Like this, the pl- the plotting of this series has been done. So, like, um, I don't know. I'm at this point, I'm just gushing and ranting and raving because episode six, the reveal, and then this tying up all of the kind of sort of loose ends or things that we didn't even know were loose ends like bro I, I don't know I just don't know what to say <laughs> I don't know not to say no you know I say you you get all the props because you definitely call that look. <laughs> I was like look at this whole prediction that came true yeah yes. <laughs> I, I don't play okay when it's not lie, I don't play but yeah it's really truly in the details because that that and I would love to have seen behind the scenes of directing that cotillion episode, like that scene. Mm-hmm. It's again another reason why this to me is not just another CW show, like outside of the obvious, but yeah. this isn't just another CW show. Um God, I hope this show gets on HBO or something because this is in the care that's put into the storylines, because you could have easily just at face value, just been like, oh, Isaac got poisoned by somebody. Right. You could have easily just like, Nathan is purely evil and he's the evil white man. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that you could have just defaulted to and it still probably would have been a good show. But seeing the care that was that has been put into the storylines, into the details, mm-hmm. down to the smallest of things. Uh, hell, we still haven't addressed Violet saying, uh, what did she say to Lino about um, you're not oh. safe, and you're you're not human. Really something, answer, something, something like that. Like that still ain't came up. So like, 
I could only imagine what a season two even looks like. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, and we may be introducing, and I this might be out on the layers, but we might be introducing some mystical element. Yeah, um, that was because, like, we see, um, we're gonna get to the flashback, we, we see mm-hmm, like, yeah. when Rowan is doing the thing, like, both in the present and in the past, mm-hmm. like, he's speaking like some almost like magical spell or like curse mm-hmm. or something. Like, I don't know if they're gonna dabble like into like hoodoo type stuff, like, I don't know where they're going, but like, it seems like we may get a bit of that, which I am here present and accounted for, especially from Rowan. Like, Come on, make Rowan my my black conjurer, my black witch. Yeah. Okay, I had another thought. This might this this might be extreme, but I'm thinking with the flashback we got where there was the reveal of Rowan. Is Rowan immortal or is he like extremely old? Because he said that comment in episode one, like where I come from, things aren't beautiful and this and that or pretty or whatever. And I'm like, with the flashback in this episode are you talking about like biblical time like what do you mean because there's if we if we get into the mystical and, and the long honest. life and like you know rowan have you been here before <laughs> like bro are you a hundred plus like i i have learned i'm not gonna doubt you because you clearly proved but I'm a, I'm I'm gonna put a pin in that one. Mm. I because he could easily have been there when times were, were great. Again. He could have yeah. been alive and then you know. Got, but you know, I'm not gonna. Go, I don't have any evidence for that. But I or do I? I don't know. It just feels like he, even if he's not like immortal or extremely old, like there's something going on with him that's not um, purely scientific in the way that we have science, not like magic based. And because there is Christianity in this show, it leads me to I, like I I don't think we're gonna um, explain this away. Like he's whatever made up religion, and this is that. Like I don't I don't think that's the route you'll yeah. take. So what I'm hearing is that we need the Book of Rowan. I huh. volunteer to be on the writing team. You know, if you need anyone, <laughs> we're available. Yes, yes, that's exactly what we need. The Book of Rowan. Y'all hear us. The Book of Rowan. Um, but truly, yes, because now the same questions I had about Isaac and um, Barton and them, I have that for Rowan and Nathan and them. Like, yeah. How did y'all hook up? When did y'all hook up? What yeah. is the nature of y'all relationship? Like, yeah, you're the bodyguard, but are you also Nathan's double agent? Like, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> Just <laughs> what, um, man, it, this is this is truly a good show. I don't. It's done well. It's done well. Representation be damned. That aside, it's still done well. Like it's still. I don't know. I don't know. I have nothing but praise at this point. I don't know. Um, so these flashbacks. Let's talk. <laughs> so while Isaac is in his coma, we get different times in his life, different things that have happened, and we finally get him not wearing black for a, a for a scene. Right. <laughs> he's discussing an issue. He's at a barbecue. Um, um, uh, someone that's affiliated with his 
army military service, whatever. And he's at the grill, I think, and talking to this uh, kind of older white guy who, again, I assume that they both have served together or adjacent. And he's talking about his friend Kiki. Now, Kiki, they bust in her house. Kiki is arrested. Kiki is poor. She don't got them. Well, I don't say she's poor, but she don't have the funds to like fight this bogus charge. Um, I'm hoping Kiki wasn't like a MacGuffin, like we just needed someone. I hope she's real. Like, I hope yeah. we get her. Um, but yeah, Kiki goes through some things. And in the midst of this flashback. Do we know that Barton has served in the military before? Do we know that? So I thought that at first, mm-hmm. but when I watched it, I stopped because, like, the conversation goes, um, Isaac stops, you know, who we now know is Rowan, but stops, you know, whoever runs up trying to attack Barton for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And then Isaac and Barton have their conversation. I, uh, Barton asked him, and he was like, you know, you're a military man. And um, Isaac tells him he was in Afghanistan. Um, and Barton pretty much asked him from there, like, do you want to be a bodyguard? Like, mm-hmm. I assumed at first that mm-hmm. Barton also served and they kind of connected on there. Mm-hmm. But when I watched it, I was like, oh, there's not really anything leading me to that. I yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, the only thing for me was that Isaac had his military shirt on and they were mm-hmm. like at a cookout. So in my head, I just pieced together, okay, commun- like if he had on like some Greek letters, I would have assumed this was a Greek picnic. But right. because he had on the, the army paraphernalia or the military paraphernalia, I just assumed. Yeah. Um, so maybe because then also how come Barton wasn't uh, uh, jumping? <laughs> how come he wasn't jumping into action? Like, you that unaware? It... After Isaac stopped this mysterious person who turns out to be Rowan, Rowan disappears. Like, he literally there's no trace of him mm-hmm. and everyone's like okay let's go back to drink it no what just happened said, who was this what <laughs> what just happened thank you isaac for tackling this person but you didn't get their face or did he no no isaac did because he said yeah i've seen him before but right. either way what is yeah. going on that that man's body just disappeared so that's the magic yeah gotta be because Everybody was cool. They was like, oh, okay, yeah. Back to drinking. <laughs> Somebody just got attacked. <laughs> <laughs> and they weren't near like a street. You couldn't say, oh, maybe it was like a belligerent no, or something. He ran from the woods. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So <sighs> I will say, I will say that that that, more, that flashback in particular was out high. I don't really know what's mm. happening here. Mm. Like that was the one, the one, if I had to like point towards something that kind of threw me off, that one kind of did. Cause I was like, I don't know what's going on here, but yeah. I was like, fine, y'all just needed, y'all needed Barton to offer Isaac a job. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can see that. <laughs> Definitely. Um, And that's good. Like, I mean, I'm thinking for what it is, but I'm with you on that one. Cause that, it was so like, of course it was tied up at the end by the reveal of that being Rowan, but even mm. still, my thing is, we truly have to get a book of Rowan because where were you coming from? And where were they? <laughs> like, what was this? What part? Now, I'm not a New Yorker, but like, what part of New York is this? Like, or is this even New York? Like, what? I don't know what's going on. So, no, mm-hmm. I'm with you. I'm with you there. Like, what the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, uh, he offered, Barton offered him a job. 
Now, what I thoroughly enjoyed about these flashbacks were two very iconic looks yes. that um, would have very much been on someone's aunt uh, going down to Freaknik back in 96. So, or 92. Wait, either way. We get Lorraine, first lady head mother of House <laughs> Swift, with very much the um, uh, say your name Bob, so they calling you Bob on her head with the mother of the church hat. Like Lorraine April Parker Jones, ma'am, she was doing it. <laughs> she was she looked like she looked like my auntie's going to church. Like, oh yes, she, she oh, did yes. what she needed to do. No, yes, and at that I. God and I like that's so black. <laughs> it's it so black. Um, I really enjoyed that. Like her and uh her and Barton getting ready for church, but then like her in particular, I love that. Um, I don't know security guard hours or bodyguard hours, but like this is a Sunday. Why are you here on the sun? But whatever. Um uh, Bart no no Lorraine says you can um more than welcome to come to church with us. And Isaac's like, well. I don't really do church. That's not my type of thing, but whatever. They don't really accept a person like me. And so this is what really kind of threw me off this episode. I was like, is it just understood that Isaac is trans? Because I... So I would assume that, especially because of what you just said about like, um, like how he get hide on Sunday. Um, I would assume that there was some time that passed between these two flashbacks. Mm-hmm. And in that time, uh, Barton probably would have did his like background checks and stuff. Okay, that makes a lot more sense because I was definitely like, "What?" <laughs> but <laughs> what I do like though, which is so weird, it the not hesitation, it because it, it felt like Lorraine was not. Oh, how do I put this? Because I want to make sure I'm saying it right. Like she was not combative. Mm-hmm. But she wasn't a hundred percent open to Isaac. That's what yeah. it felt like to not okay. So I was gonna ask you to feel like that to you. Yeah. Um, like and that could be for a number of things. Hmm. One, why you in my house on a Sunday? <laughs> like, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but yeah, I agree with you. Like, I think it, it took her some time to kind of warm up to Isaac. Mm-hmm. And I like that. I like that yeah. part of it because I don't as much as I like Isaac, I don't like the idea that someone like him is just instantly loved by everyone. Right. That that doesn't feel bodyguard material to me. Um, but it was specifically their conversation when playing spades, oh, where yeah. they did have the trans discussion, and Lorraine was like, she she pretty much did. No, oh, this show has done so well. So I myself am not Christian. I am actually atheist. Ugh. That's important because I do like the because <laughs> I don't want to be one of those people. Oh, I'm a vegetarian. Look, no, but um, because I do like the the route that was taken when discussing otherness in yes. this uh in that moment um Lorraine called out something she was like well you know I um like it was pretty much like regardless of my religious um uh beliefs that my issue with you isn't that and additionally a lot of people who are Christian or have whatever faith aren't truly acting in that faith. Yeah. With all of this initial hatred based off of something that you shouldn't be an, a, an issue. And, and I'm I'm not quoting verbatim, but that scene, I truly felt that like mm-hmm. 
April, you you delivered that so well, I think. Yeah, it was it was in it was in the subtleties because if one, I don't think that this show would have done that anyway. Mm-hmm. But even if you know the implication was that Lorraine may have been transphobic, like mm-hmm. that was erased in this scene because she was being polite. Mm-hmm. Like you could tell, like when she, when uh, Isaac sat down at the table, she was being like polite, be like, you know, apparently we're partners and blah blah blah. blah. Like mm-hmm. you're just that, like so that tells me that her dislike for you is just distrust of you. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. if she was, you know, on some like some transphobic type ish, she wouldn't have been polite to you. Mm-hmm. Like, she mm-hmm. was being that very that she was being that very church mother's like, <laughs> well, same type of partners, can you play? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, no, no, absolutely. Um, and I and I think you're right. And, and another part that is that I sometimes lose sight of just because that could be a pro or a con about the show because it is so relatable or whatever. But something mm-hmm. I lose sight of a lot of times is that they are wealthy. And mm-hmm. I would imagine that with that and being black and extremely wealthy, there is a bit of distrust for people who are not already in your circle. Yeah. Because even when you got the folks in your circle, case in point, the Darbies, who are hating on you, you definitely, like, that's the evil you know. Versus an outsider who, um, especially with his interactions with Tom, leads me to believe that this ain't the first body. This very much gave Disney movie, little girl princess, and this is her nanny. And so this little girl has run through several nannies, and now... This yes. is the nanny that with the heart of gold. <laughs> Straight up nanny McPhee type issue. <laughs> Yo, just black as hell, but that's what this game. And yeah. I seeing that scene and then thinking back on um Lorraine firing Isaac, it's like I'm not going to admit that I could see where she's coming from. I'm 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 making it clear I will not admit that. However, with that flashback and seeing how long it took her to warm up to Isaac, having to then fire him for something that was essentially violating her trust, I it puts into perspective where Lorraine falls and what her relationship is with Isaac and everyone else. So I won't admit that I see where she's coming from. However, yes. You know, I, was, I, I it makes sense now character wise like yeah. um it, it makes sense that they would that they would have Lorraine do that because it come kind of comes full circle like in her mind it's probably like see see I knew I shouldn't yep. trust yeah yeah and is that the talk she was gonna have with him like look yeah probably you don't get three strikes in this house. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna whoop your ass in space if you want to keep your job no but yeah it's <laughs> Oh my god, it was so okay. Tell me this. How long ago is this flashback? Is it five years? Is it two years? What so in my mind it's five years, but I, I don't know where I got that from. No, I did put up a poll asking during the live tweet how long was this five years, a year, while Zinzi was in Atlanta, or was it like a couple months before episode one? And I was truly like just being funny, but honestly, if I'm going to do my math again and Zinzi's parents died when they were like in middle school, high school, let's say 14. She came to stay with them, went off to college in Atlanta. You graduated at 21. Um, they're now 26 because I think the daughter, the miscarried daughter, she would have been a year older than Tom. I would imagine 
that that's about five years ago because it makes them young enough that Zinzi would maybe still be in college or in the last year, but it makes them adults, but young adults. Yeah. So it isn't really weird or creepy, this interaction that Tom and Isaac are having. So I put them, I put it at about five years ago. So 2021 for Tom and Zinzi. So, but I don't know. <laughs> you know, that's I mean, why like I said I made it five years in my head. I don't really know. So I'm glad that you gave me a reason to stick with five years. <laughs> no, yeah, that's what I saw. Cause like that, all that grinding at Tom. So let us discuss not only the iconic April Parker Jones, not only the iconic Lorraine Swift. But let's now bring our attention to um, the would-be Noah's art cast member that is Tom Swift. This this fifth element or sixth element <laughs> outfit with this um, 90s 27-piece kinky twist. <laughs> when I... T- <laughs> Tom was on some queer shit. Listen, listen. Yeah, yeah. I can only imagine what what a HBO Max version of that scene would look like. Yo, (laughs) we truly, and I'm not being funny. Should have seen some booties. Like the way that was, like, there's no way that was. It was was open. It was wide open. And I okay now I might be pushing it, but was that scene supposed to be like this PG version of a how should I put this? Um, yes. Okay, there we go. Okay, because I was like, this feels like there's more going on here that y'all are not because they know way. Mm, ain't no way. They would too many clothes on. I know what this is supposed to be. I know it is. <laughs> like, yo. So yeah, that this is, this is one of those times where we have to remember. Oh yeah, you are on regular TV. Yes, right, <laughs> right. Because, mm, yeah, because even I can point to an episode of Noah's Ark, and even that was, a, but whatever. Um, <laughs> Isaac. Okay, so this is something that was mentioned that the the line that Isaac gave that was um, improvised when he talked to him. Y'all need to get up out of here. It's Sunday. Y'all need to go pray, or y'all should be somewhere praying or something. And I thought that was such a perfect line, especially because we've established this is Sunday. Um, And also, to me, that kind of, again, going back to that example of like the nanny and the the princess or the bad little girl or whatever, Barton and Lorraine are heading to church dressed to the nines, (laughs) knowing that there is something very heathen <laughs> freaky going on upstairs and it's like we hired you Isaac you handle this mm-hmm. so it's like sending him into the lion's den because like what is happening here <laughs> what the and that's exactly no. why he was hired on the Sunday <laughs> no yes they're like okay you're a sinner get up there. no <laughs> what those to shame oh my god that was that was something yeah um when HBO Max picks up this show, I would love if we could we like well we because we gonna be on this show. <laughs> if oh. we could um reshoot 
maybe the motorcycle scene. Um, also that uh, hate, love, kiss, fight scene mm-hmm. between Rowan and uh, Tom, and mm-hmm. also this yes, very yes. tasteful version of <laughs> real world events that, <laughs> that happened on this episode. Um, I want I would like to see it. Would you say mm-hmm. last episode? I would like, I would to, like see to see it. it. <laughs> Yo, this is so good. Oh my god. Um, what else I got? Oh, so also I want to I want to point out Zinzi. <sighs> Ashley Murray. I want to meet her. I want to shake this girl's hand. I want to pull out a seat for her to sit down. Like Ashley Murray. So I first learned of her in Riverdale. Mm-hmm. Um, if she did like any maybe child acting before that, I wasn't, I'm not aware, not that I can think of in Riverdale, not just because she was one of the few black girls, but just her presence alone is really what drew me in. Um, watching her, I want, I want to meet Ashley, yeah, I, I truly want to meet Ashley. I, I want to meet her, like. She is, she's wonderful. Yeah. And she's killing, she's, I think uh, she's really breathing life into Zinzi in a way that, like, I cannot swap out Ashley for anyone else to play this role. Like, she is Zinzi to me. So, there's there's that. Um, she rushes in, uh, when Tom has the antidote for Isaac, and there is an almost kiss. That I will admit I was a little I was a little interested in seeing where that was going to go. Um having three episodes left, I'm wondering if a lot of this was written in a way knowing that there would possibly be a second season and so maybe it'll be picked up later. Mm-hmm. Or I really hope we get some kind of closure with them, or just with time and love, period. But yeah. So what do you make of, because after the fact, Zinzi walked up to Tom and was like, so are we going to talk about that? And he's mm-hmm. like, talk about what? And he like kind of gives her a look. What mm-hmm. do you make of that? Tom, for all the growth that we've gotten from him over the last couple episodes, is still not completely open. Because even with Justin, it seems to be, and I'm going to say superficial, and I don't mean that as like an... Um, like a slight against him, but it feels like it's sex. Mm-hmm. Justin is attractive. You enjoy spending time with him, but it doesn't feel like there's that emotional connection. To me, it almost feels like there is a rivalry or like a um wanting to be chased or something. Like it feels more like just physical. Whereas with Isaac, to me, it feels like you are actually letting your guard down. And honestly, I said the same for Rowan. Mm-hmm. Um, because even though we got the sex scenes with justin remember when justin showed up at the the swift event in that white suit and he was like oh well if you were trying to call me my phone was off he's like yeah i ain't been trying to call you like to me they feel like they could work and they could even be in game but i don't see it the emotion isn't there so i think i feel like tom even in the flashbacks showed that like he saw that isaac was a different person isaac is not a regular dude he's not somebody who can who's um 
wrapped up in your physical things, the, the right. money, what you have. He's a different breed. And I feel like Isaac is a soft spot for Tom. And that was like really letting your guard down. Like I almost lost you. I am. So, yeah, I feel like he um he doesn't want to admit his feelings. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I and this this is probably wishful thinking on my end. No. Oh, yeah. It's probably wishful thinking on my end. Mm-hmm. But I've I feel like I've seen that type of exchange before. With and them or in general? In general. Okay. So I kind of read that as we're gonna pretend that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. But I think it's I read it as we're gonna pretend that didn't happen because I understand like basically I don't want to hurt your feelings. Mm, so okay. We're, we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna ignore that. We're gonna pretend that that didn't happen, you know, because we're not going to like breathe life into something that's gonna you know impact you or whatever. Okay. That may be me wanting Tom to grow more than he actually has. <laughs> but that was how I kind of like read that. Yo. I mean, it could be both because I'm still on the fence about what the hell is going on with Zinzi and Isaac. So, I mean, you you could very well be right, um, especially because, and you know, and I'm subject to think that you're probably more right than I am because everybody in a mama is aware of Zinzi's dating history. And that's weird, but that's been a, like a point yeah. like uh, Regina Jackson um even evil Rashida Jones, like she might not know the specifics, but she was like, yeah, you know, don't, don't let that dude hurt you wherever you texting or something. Um, uh, Isaac made mention of it. Tom mentioned the guy Marcus who she used to be with. And then um, Chris Darby was like terrible. So it's like, that would make sense because again, we've been constantly getting hit over the head with this poor dating history of Zinzi. And yeah. so, yeah, I, I I think you might be right on that one. Let's see. Let's I see, see it. <laughs> My see. God. Um, Eva Rashinda Jones pops up. In her trunk, she has the Swift family doctor, and she gives Nathan an ultimatum. She's like, hey, I see you getting close with that little black girl. Let me tell you something. Pick. Because then she says between Zinzi's life and... It, oh. Yes! Yes, she did. She did. <laughs> Yo, oh, that girl's evil. <laughs> you pick between her and the doctor because the doctor's the one. So, am I to because I, I I ran through this a few times, but is are we to believe that Isaac is still sick? The fact that they got rid of the doctor is does that, or am I am I wrong for assuming that? I think that because I think that Isaac is fine now because the whole way that Tom found out about Roman's blood was that he like reverse engineered or whatever the the thing. And he was mm-hmm. like, it worked far better than it was supposed to. Because remember, yeah. it was supposed to basically just give him a bit more time. So mm-hmm. not okay. But it seems like he like fixed him completely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes that makes more sense. I was like, are they? But yeah, I guess that would make sense because Eva Rashida Jones would not have known that Isaac was back to health because the doctor was on his way to mm-hmm. tend to Isaac. Yeah, so yeah, that makes perfect sense. 
Um, and then lastly, oh no, go ahead, go ahead. Going back to the Rowan magic thing. Okay. Is Rowan poisonous? Because, like, remember last episode, mm-hmm. they did the scan. It was like, oh, Rowan's like lungs are far more contaminated than they should have been for someone his age. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he had to use his Rowan had to use his blood, like, to kind of to amplify, amplify the uh, the cure or whatever, what have you. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, there's something going on with this man. Come yeah, on, what hand it to me. Yeah, and and that you bring up a, a good point. This is why I think that he may be older than what they seem because if Lorraine said and she said it verbatim, um, something something uh, uh, for a man his age, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, so if we're looking at Rowan as like, let's say 32, is he really 32, or is he 132? But the mm-hmm. outward casing looks 32, but internally. He's 132. Shit. So, <clears throat> is he sustaining off magic? Yeah. Something, something, something now. Hey, I'm ready for it. <laughs> I want it. I want it. Give us the book of Rowan. It's somewhere in these last couple episodes. You got to give it to us. There's no, like, Cameron and them, y'all better give us. Give I'm us the it. truth. <laughs> so, Nathan. Has to either kill the doctor or Zinzi gets hurt and whatnot. He kills the, he stabs this thing in his stomach who's in the trunk of uh Rashida Jones and she's just recording it with her little phone. I'm like, damn, this is why I said I think he's stuck between the rock and the hard place because his face, mm-hmm. that actor's face, when she opened that trunk, he was like, What the yeah. He's stuck. I'm gonna say he's I don't know if I necessarily believe that he was like being held hostage or whatever before mm-hmm. but now he definitely is mm-hmm. and yeah. i feel like i feel like the well the rollback is definitely bigger than what i think anybody on the show recognizes now mm-hmm. but i definitely feel like him and rowan like nathan and rowan are just like pawns in there yeah game. yeah i could see that that oh my god this would make for such a rich season two and three mm-hmm. like oh my god but Come with, but no, you're absolutely right. I, I, yeah, I think that I want to know that evil Latin man. What is his story? Like, I don't need a full episode, but I need to know what's going on because he is too gung ho to whoop folks' butts to poison. Folks. He was ready to him up Zinzi. What is going on in your life, sir? Why are you <laughs> angry? Yo, and he don't mind. Like he don't mind rip, breaking your neck and also being subtle and trying to kill you. So he. That man is dangerous. So, my God. Um, that's really all I have outside of Lino. I'm interested to see what happens to him next. Because, oh, speaking of, Harry mentioned something on Twitter. And forgive me, Harry, I don't remember the exact comment, but it led me to think is he said something about um Lino saying, I call you my aunt, but I know you're my real mom. And how on the surface it could be you're my real mom because you raised me. And Harry says something. And I'm like, well, is Lorraine his surrogate? Like, was she the surrogate or was Violet the surrogate? Like, when you say real mom, hey, is because John from the John Effect podcast has been saying forever and a day <laughs> that Tom is the adopted one and Lino's the, the actual kid. But I'm just like, 
Is Lino a test tube? Or is that? I don't know if that's. Ooh, sorry, I don't know if that's politically correct. <laughs> My bad. But, but no, I'm I I I'm with you. Like I mm, something something yeah. that between. Yeah. No, truthfully, because it especially thinking about the cotillion, if Violet has issues, and she has the same ability as Lino, but hers is like completely out of control. He seems to be more controlled. Mm-hmm. Though he just recently learned about his power a couple episodes ago, but if we're giving Violet hell because she's so wild and outrageous, is that the power or is that other mental health issues in addition to that power? Like, so I don't know. I don't know. I just I don't know. Glad to see. <laughs> so yeah, Salino, so kudos to you. Um, let's see. Oh, there's a few um comments here. Uh, great idea the congressman is being watched. Yeah, he probably is that fool. Um, okay, so um, the book of Isaac 10 out of 10, a great story with a clear and strong through line. That was Harry Hawk. Thank you, Harry. Um, mm, okay, let's do that. Completely missed that part of it. A uh, favorite, favorite from this episode. What, what is what are some favorites? Do we have a favorite uh, favorite character? Do I even really need to say it? No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> he saved the day. <laughs> yeah, it's Rowan. It's Rowan for me too. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Oof. He did that. I would almost give it to Evil Rashida Jones just because that was so crazy that she. But yeah. no. No, it's it's wrong, but yeah, I can I I can see giving it to her because she that because I don't watch true crime that uh-huh. did kind of take you for a loop. Oh, like, good. Um, good. yeah. Um, as far as like scene, mm-hmm. um, definitely them playing spades. Um, mm-hmm. because it it it, it uh, with between like the like the camera panning for each person, the music mm-hmm. playing in the background, all them laughing and joking, like yeah, it it, it felt real. Mm-hmm. Like I was even laughing at at uh, Tom Bid, and Zinza was like, "Ooh, so black." Yes. Oh, okay. I can see that. I can see that. Um, for me, it's actually the scene of Isaac attacking Rowan and then getting the job. Just because at the end we get that reveal, and I'm like, "Damn, that was right there in our face." So yeah, it, it would have to be. Uh, Isaac getting hired. Um, so, out of ten Barclays, what do you rate this episode? Um, I think I'm on. I think I'm staying at eight point five. Okay. I don't want to because it's it's because I think I gave a nine to to last week. I think so. Yeah. And I. Not quite there, but mm-hmm. very close. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fair. I gave it a solid eight. Um, and that's through us talking through it and some of the things that were... See, I really truly should give it a 10 based off the flashback wigs alone. But I'm, I'm going to give it a solid eight. I think it was a very good episode. But even though it's really good, I think coming off of that last one, yeah. it was good. I Please don't get me wrong. But I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, no, I feel that. I feel that. Episode six, that's key. Um, 
Okay, okay, cool. So here he says 10 out of 10. Um, only Tom himself has uh plot armor. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's the name of the show. <laughs> look, look. Um, here he says the big question, uh, Isaac is why does Tom truly need a bodyguard? Like fancy shoes, a car is a nice accessory, but is there a real threat? Um, that's that's an interesting question because on one hand, I can see both sides. So I can see, yeah, he's a high profile person, but then I can also see, okay, no, no. So I can see no because he is kind of in a bubble, but I see, yeah, just for like this episode that was intended for Tom. Yeah. So, so I'll say, yeah, I'll have to come down on yeah. My biggest question is why doesn't every one of the Swifts have a bodyguard? I agree with that because I think, particularly with the reveal that we got in episode six, that mm-hmm. they want Tom to build basically like Black Planet. Yeah, ah. yeah. he needs to, he, <laughs> we need to protect him. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, and when I say every Swift, I also mean um, Zinzi. Like, correct. Yeah, because and, and then because even if you want to like push back against that, for me, you want all the people around you to be safe because you don't want them to be a bargaining chip. So they all need to be protected. They need that Latin man. That's what they need. (laughs) Baby, he is a bodyguard. Look, he gets he gets it done. He don't care if you're a little girl who's 120 pounds. He comes (laughs) down your Oh my goodness. That man is on the road. Um here he says, I'm certainly a fan of Quinn, guilty as charged. They could be evil or they could have been taken advantage of. You're right. I'm subject to believe that little hand thing that uh, Quinn and, and Evil Rashida did, plus the Zinzi situation with the Canva. I don't... So, Harry, I get what you're saying, and I'm not even mad at it. However, it ain't looking too good for Quinn. <laughs> good. Quinn, I got my eye on you and that Canva app. Lord. <laughs> Kevin and gave this show some money. They have yeah. given this show some money. <laughs> Yo. Um, okay, uh, Lino felt legit hurt here, he says, and his pushback with Lorraine felt really open and honest. I agree. I yeah. agree. A, a young adult who is tired of being looked over. Um, and then he's also like the baby. Like Everyone else is already so much older, going on adventures. I got to stow away in a jet while y'all go to Colorado or whatever. It's like, uh, yeah. Um, here he says, Lorraine has really deep working knowledge of the observatory panic room. That, yes. So that leads me to think, like, what are the, what is the blueprint of the Swift Manor? What does it look like? Um, knowing that that is a essentially a panic room. And also, is it that way because Tom, Tom's your child, you want to take care of him? Or is that like the only panic room in the house in the home but that's tom's thing so Mm. um susanna rob seems evil but is she the big bad for this season i feel like we're setting her up to be Mm -hmm. i could see that and i would love that now big bad in the roll back i don't know but i do like having a woman villain because i think another thing that makes susanna more powerful more important to me is that they've set up claire to be the antagonist since day one and she's already a woman so it's almost like subconsciously you're like through the history of watching tv oh we already got one we already got one villain so you're not even really looking at susanna so i would love it if she's like 
really high up there and giving these folks a run for their money. And also, it makes sense thematically since they presented um, her as the evil, I mean, the female version of Tom Swift. Absolutely. Yep, you're absolutely right. Because if she's just as capable as him, she just is a woman. You know, in in that, not that it'll come to this, but I do like that if they're essentially the same, it's just that she's a woman, so she gets access into certain spaces, and he's a gay man, and he also has. So I like that idea of stripping that stuff away. They're the same, but then what do those things that make y'all so different? Mm -hmm. How do those serve you? Again, she's a, a beautiful, conventionally attractive white woman. So she can definitely maneuver in a way that Tom can't, but he's also a queer man of color that could also bring its own um, challenges and benefits that she has no access to. So, yeah. oh, mm, but if she got queen on her side, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's her trump card. Um, I think they had the right chemicals on hand, but I think they played with the inventory software. Um so, also, okay, so y'all saying that it's not that there was no inventory, is that it was manipulated to be that way, to appear that way? Is that it? That's what I that's what I got because he pulled he pulled up like the inventory and it said like oh it says like there's nothing. Okay. So yeah. Okay, yeah. And then going to check would just waste time. So yeah, okay, yeah. I'm with that. Um yes, Harry says the use of prep was masterful, hundred stars. <laughs> yes, I thought that was good. But okay, shouldn't Tom go to jail? Like, why are you in these people's medicine? Like not just his, because he was like, if we get 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 everything hot, get people out of here, we have the employees as our own personal medicine cabinet. That's jail time, Tom. I'm sorry, like you are going to jail. Okay, yeah, I mean it's for the greater good, but like that's a charge. Just like Claire opening his mail, y'all both going to jail. <laughs> oh man, um, Harry says, "Yep, great idea." The congressman is being watched. I I think so. Yeah. Signed a deal and now he's in his own little prison. Um, I think I love that Harry keeps saying her full name. <laughs> I think Susanna Robb was playing uh with the heat, and I think she admitted it later. Yeah, she was like, That's why I don't trust Queen because yeah. they flash back to that little hand thing. If anybody tried to shake my hand like that, I do not trust you. <laughs> Just know that. Um, Harry says, When Rowan added his blood, I very much felt it would prove. Um, out that he was trying to help. He has uh, clearly an antidote in his blood. I think is nanotech. That could be it. It could be nano and not not mystical, magical. But I'm ready for anything. Ooh, Next thing, look, I'm with it. I am with it. Um, here he says clearly, Rowan's action was intended to get Isaac into the Swift house. Hmm. Okay. So I wonder. So just how much does Rowan know? Because they had, at the end of the last episode, which kind of confused me the way it was like laid out, Rowan woke up in his car, Isaac woke up in his car, got a call from Lorraine, Isaac then went to, oh, so maybe that, maybe, okay, so maybe Rowan knew that Isaac was poisoned and then how slow acting it was, like, judging by time, oh, four days have passed, he'll pass out in two hours. So maybe he did send him to... Oh, I don't know. Something, something is unclear to me. Cause when Isaac woke up, he, he went he went to Rowan mm-hmm. because he was going to confront Rowan about sending the capsule piece and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, like after, like when he confronted him, that was about when he passed out. 
So mm -hmm. it would make sense, I guess, if Rowan ended up like just dropping him back off at the house. Something. And he he had already been in the observatory with Zinzi and Isaac earlier that day. So, and then if, who doesn't have access to the observatory? Right. Yeah, Let's be real. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, now, if 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 Harry is saying that that the initial attack from Rowan was supposed, to, I guess, to like prove his worth to Barton, I would need more to make that to jump to that conclusion. Hmm. Mm, oh, okay. No, I see what you're saying too. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't. I don't. I'm not gonna completely rule it out, but I would just need more to 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 be there. Yeah, I agree. Cause then that would mean who's been watching Isaac all this. So if y'all been stalking Isaac to get Isaac, yeah. this is or was it just anybody? But no, this 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 show, fam. This show. Oh my god, my god, this show. Um, Harry says the only odd thing about the game of spades was when Lorraine doesn't <laughs> blink when her son puts a 50k watch on the bidding pot. I mean, when you a billionaire, that 50k to them might be two, three hundred for us. I don't know, <laughs> but hey, she got her Bob money and he got his watch money. So. <laughs> um, okay, Harry says, um, Isaac line was you should be praying. It was funny uh, that Isaac said that because in theory he doesn't believe in it. Yeah. Yeah, but he's still like, uh, I'm sure y'all do, and I get you a little fast. I ain't gonna do <laughs> Lord, he didn't say what he wanted to say. Um, here he says, Isaac's fine with Tom's cure plus Rowan's, but yeah, so but I want again, I want to know what's going on with Rowan in his body that is allowing that to even be a cure. Yeah, and and then well, hold up, because back to your comment about Rowan being poisoned, if Rowan is working with Nathan. And Nathan's evil Latino guy is the one who poisoned Isaac initially. If Rowan's blood has the antidote, then it would stand the reason that Rowan's blood is what caused the virus, disease, whatever, in the first place. And they would have access to it because he works for them. Mm -hmm. mm, this is starting to come together. You might be all right. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, look, trust and believe. I think you're right. And if that comes, I'm I'm gonna be screaming on Tuesday. Trust. <laughs> um dang. You're right. Um, Harry says Queen's hand thing was a trick. Susanna tricked him. Mm. Okay, so Harry says Queen's little hand thing, that little handshake he did with Susanna was a trick. Susanna tricked him to wave his uh RD, what the what is that? I don't know, key card or NFC key card. So oh, I hate that you're making me question this because I see I can yeah. almost believe that, but uh, that interaction with Zinzi in that room makes me yeah, I can't I have to see more from Quinn before I'm like so so I see your argument here, and I think that you're actually good you know what i come this is what i realized when we like somebody <laughs> we're we gonna find a way we're gonna find a way you hear me andre was doing a going above and beyond double time to make sure justin was not the villain <laughs> i'm not gonna let you i don't care what isaac do i stand behind 
Listen, you gotta stick to that. You gotta stick to no, that. No, this is funny. This is funny. But no, I truly see where you're coming from here. It's just that interaction with Zinzi that yeah. makes me because if you work for this company, you've worked for them for four years, you've been under Claire's thumb, you want to move up, you've essentially poured your life into this company. Um, and you're upset with Tom at the way he acts and all this other stuff because it harms the company, in turn harms you because you cannot move up. If this building is extremely hot and there's like an alarm going off and people are running out, why are you not behind them? And you're in a glass room, so you see what's happening. So to be like, oh, I'm um, I I rather like it hot or whatever he said. I was like, or whatever they say, excuse me. I ain't I'm not, I'm sorry. So here I see, but yeah, no, I mean a thousand percent what you said. Like if we had just had that scene of them and um even Rashida Jones. Like mm-hmm. I know, okay, cool. Like the, um, mm-hmm. they were strict, but nope. That and that was Zinzi. I'm in the milk can't claim. Oh, see here. Look, let me, let me tell you this. Harry is going too bad. Harry said <laughs> he was showing off his trans. Okay, and I, I I promise you, I am for that. And I I I could. Mm, what I want is. If it comes back that I am incorrect, Harry, I want you to get on Twitter and 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 rub that in my face. You was wrong. I was right. Quinn is good, but right now, from where I'm sitting, mm, I'm in the milk and I, yeah, I I want I want to. I can I can take your excuse or your reasoning behind that interaction, and and it it does make sense. But that interaction with Zinzi, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't overlook it. So Harry, hold my feet to the fire. If it come back that Queen is actually innocent, keep me honest, call me out. But right now, I'm not with it. I'm not with it, fam. I'm sorry. <laughs> so yeah, oh, this was a emotional roller coaster. Uh, listeners, do you think Queen is evil? <laughs> <laughs> Or no, and who are you fighting for? Who on the show is you fighting for? No matter what they do, you is on their side, you got their back. Like, we got all <laughs> yo. Um, okay, cool, cool, cool. So, I don't know, do you have any final thoughts or something? <laughs> no, no, I'm just re- just waiting on the book of a of, of, uh, Rowan. Absolutely, they need to rename episode eight. <laughs> um, cool, cool. Well, uh, please let these folks know where they can find you, follow you, and support you. Yes, that's good stuff. Yes, um, at Lucid Deuce on pretty much all platforms. You can shoot the stuff. We can do talk about things. We can we can co-write the Book of Rowan together. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good. Um, those links will be in the show notes. So whether you're watching it or listening to it on podcast. Or video, look in the show notes. You will see all of those links. And of course, you'll see mine, Carefree Blurred on Twitter and TikTok, Carefree Black Nerd everywhere else. Um, if you want to email the show, carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com. Put something Tom Swift related in the subject line so I'll know what this is about. And, um, you know, until next time, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky. And if you're some mystical science immortal being from years ago, and you think, you know what I'm saying, you want to get with a an, an author who's um, in the Atlanta area, um, let it be known, you know. Yeah. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> There's program. You, look, we have receipts on the adoration. So, 
you know, make it do what it do. <laughs> no, for real. Oh my God. Thank y'all for listening. Catch y'all back here next week. Catch us with the live tweet on Tuesdays. DTS Pod, which again, I've waited to the end of the episode to say. But DTS Pod is the hashtag. And um, come talk mess with us and have a good one. Yeah. Thank you.